0: Blog Talk Radio. Here we go.
1: Broadcasting live from the PCR studio. The Emperor has been expecting you. We're geeky chic and pandemonium reign supreme Come to the coast and get together have a few less your host will discuss everything you need to know about
0: the world of geek oh yeah
1: so grab your staff throw on your cape, and roll your 20 sided die, because it's time for dungeon crawlers radio
2: Okay, so so I played the right intro this time, but I forgot to play this.
1: This week's Dungeon Crawler's Radio is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com dot slash Dungeon Crawler's Radio to start your free trial membership.
2: Okay, so now that we've okay. like, now that we fi- like, like we've officially started the show, let's start the show. I can actually do this. Actually start this. So <laughs> welcome Dungeon Crawlers to yet another exciting uh, edition. The last edition, or the last 2013 edition of Dungeon Crawler's Radio. This is yeah. the great, mighty, and powerful Lord Flegoon. This is a guy named Joe. You're welcome, as always. Oh, well, thank you so much, Joe. What I, do. don't, I don't know why people don't thank you uh, as, as often <laughs> as they should. So you know this is this is kind of this is kind of a, a you know a little this is gonna be a shorter show. We're not gonna we're not gonna go. We're not we don't have an interview set up today. Everybody's getting ready for the big the big party the big shindig next uh, next week, or not next week tomorrow tomorrow yeah tomorrow if you're listening to this live, or today if you're listening to this on archives when it, uh, the day later. But yes, since uh, it, as of right now it is uh, December thirtieth. So yes yeah. If, Give you commentations to what it is. So we are just days away. So as you've noticed, it's just me and Joe. Yeah. And um, you know, it's uh, it's Revin's birthday today. Oh,
3: happy birthday to him!
2: Yeah. So he's he's over. He's up at Wayne Manor pretending to be drunk. I, I think he's probably going to burn it down.
3: <laughs> think so, huh?
2: Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and like I flat out demanded that Chris get me a coffee <laughs> this time around, and, and no dice. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So yeah,
3: that's this is what happens when you let um, when you let interns out of your
2: sight. Yeah, I know. Is is it about, bad that I gave him the I gave him the uh, credit the, the company credit card?
3: Yes, it's bad. Also, that we have a corporate or company credit card, and we I didn't know about this. When did this happen?
2: Just just yesterday.
3: Oh, okay. So yeah. I am like incredibly out of the loop. Yeah, sorry. No, oh, no, it's all good. Oh, okay, all right. So, My heart remains slightly broken.
2: Okay. Well, uh, welcome all, welcome, welcome. And uh, this this is as I said, it's a special show. So we're we're actually calling this The End of Year Countdown Extravaganza Supreme Happy Time. Because we need we yeah. have we have to, yeah, because we have to.
3: We could not expand on how important this is. So
2: yes, and, and you know, and, and as as most people do, at the end of the year, they like to they like to chaos, to talk about you know what happened during their time to make their days you know that mark the year as a notable thing. Uh huh. So, you know. Let's you know. I don't. I, I, God, that's what we want to. That's where we're going to hit during this first half hour. I, I figure that's where, where we'd hit. Uh, you know, just just you know, periodically, and just kind of talk about this, that, and the other, and yeah. other things.
0: Okay.
2: So, Joe, do you have any uh, you know anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to extrapolate or uh, or speak upon? Like, like big, big, big news events that yeah, happened this Yeah. Big year? news events. Anything that we we haven't been able to oh dear catch since we've been away for a week.
3: That is very true. Um. Well, let's see here. Well, I definitely want to be making sure we talk a little bit about uh, UFC 168 uh, took place last night. And uh, highs and lows, for sure. Um, you know, the Ronda Rousey fight was, was uh, freaking rad. Just rad. So I'll say congratulations to Ronda Rousey for beating yet another opponent. And it's also looking a little more, uh, more like she's pretty much... Uh, I guess effectively it's the most dominant woman in her sport. So good on her. And then, uh, and of course I think we're pretty much lost uh, Anderson Silva as a fighter. Um, his career is looking to be pretty much over. Do you
2: think he might be able to be like a coach or something?
3: I'm pretty sure he'll be. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be people chomping at the bit as soon as he's ready to walk, um, ready to walk again. But right now I'm pretty sure he's going to be laying low and um, looking to spend time with his family. Uh, this is during the next six months, but for those of you who did not know, during his rematch with Chris Weidman for the, um, for the middleweight title, he, uh, suffered a I believe it was like compound fracture in his, um, uh, in his right, or his left
2: leg. One of his legs.
3: Yes. Got to, I kind of remember without, without actually watching the replay. I, I, I
2: think looking at, that, at watching that video, it was his left leg. Yeah,
3: I, mean, I don't want to watch that replay again because that was it, gross.
2: my leg. Oh, <laughs> oh hey, oh. I just thought of something for one of our lists. But, uh, but yeah, so it's looking to
3: be four to six months before he can walk again, and unlikely that he will be returning to the octagon. It's just at this stage in his life, it's not. Good. I just don't. It does not look good for him. So, but yeah, so, I mean, I mean, best wishes to the best wishes to Anderson Silva. Hopefully, he, he has a speedy recovery. And um, you know, and you know, he, he had a very good career. And I don't think there's going to be anyone for a long, long time that will match his accomplishments. So, so that that was a big, big thing that just happened last night. Um, let's see here, what else happened over the last couple?
2: I'm 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 looking, I'm looking through this and all I'm seeing is everybody else's top tens.
3: <clears throat> yeah, well, this is the time of year when everyone sort of ruminates about that sort of thing. Oh,
2: let's ruminate. Let's ruminate about other people's ruminations. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's my top five of everybody else's top fives. Uh, let's see here. Let's, let's take a look at this. let uh, going in here. Uh, no, too 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 much many then I haven't really watched very many top fives yet mm-hmm yet so uh, should we get in on one of our lists yeah
3: let's let's, let's right. start that up now all right. so
2: which one do we want to do Do we want to do I, I think we're going to save this the, the, the we, have, we have a few uh, a few categories that we want yeah. to talk about I know let's let's pick one and run with it uh, let's do movies okay. okay cool all right so what's your what's your top five what's your fifth favorite my movie? fifth my I'm gonna go in reverse order. Yeah, let's you yeah, let's just you
3: know, you, know, uh, you five.
2: I'll do you do your number five. I'll do my number five. That enough. way we okay. kind of come to a number one. Okay.
3: okay. All right. Um. Let's see here. If I was gonna pick number five, I'd probably have to say that was. uh boy. My <laughs> gut is telling me gravity, but that's
2: that's what my gut's telling okay. me. Okay. So. So so, Gravity. Um, what, what what did you like about it? What, what did like you about like about it?
3: it? You know, I I think for
2: for being so minimal on its its cast and um,
3: uh, but, Well, I mean, effectively, I think with a lot of the movies kind of relying on their cast being able to portray more of the story, it's kind of amazing what you can do with just two people and with how minimal, Yeah, and, they
2: did a they did a lot with this, those
3: two people. Yeah. It, i mean the, and so every bit of action had to count, yeah, and every bit of dialogue had to count and um and and uh um uh, uh, alfonso Cuaron, he he pulled through once again he followed uh, he followed up with his because um, his last major previous work children of men was also along in that uh, along that yeah, same was... cast animal casting mm-hmm. i mean what well, lots of extras. Oh yeah, that it was, was that, casting, but everyone
2: knew exactly how to
3: portray the most. Every every story.
2: like for children of men, everybody like the the cast that was there mm-hmm. or that was presented was presented in such an honest format, and they were just like everybody was bringing their A game.
3: Yeah. It
2: was, it was it was crushingly yeah.
3: honest. I, I I I I don't like using the term honest in that regard, but it kind of was. It was
2: it was like it was soul crushingly yeah, honest. When they, when they just kill off the redheaded lady. Oh oh oh, on board. More yeah. When they just kill her off, you're like, no, they can't kill her off. She's like the leader of the resistance. And they they were they were having like a fun little time showing off that they can spit. Ping pong balls into each other's mouths, and <laughs> you know she's she's developing as a character. Oh, they kill him off, kill her off, and then they, then they killed off. Oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, um, Sir Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. No, it's not Anthony. Anthony. Not Anthony Hopkins. I am horrible. Oh, <laughs> <Yes>. uh, um, <laughs> uh, crap. He was.
0: Uh, <laughs> all, all I
2: can think of is uh, he was Jeffrey. <laughs> Is it Jeffrey? Uh, whatever.
0: Okay, anyway. Okay. The the, the,
2: the weed-growing guy. Mm-hmm. Strawberry Cough, that guy. Yeah. yeah. When they kill Michael him off, Kane. you're like, Ma- Michael Kane, Sir Michael Kane, when they kill him off, it was just like, no, don't yeah. kill him. All okay, right.
3: Anyway, so, so moving on. So, so
2: number five on your My end. number five, which uh, you'll probably have me drawn and quartered for keeping this as, uh, putting this so high up huh. on my list, whatever. Iron Man 3. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It was a great movie. Sure. It had a really, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. doing what Robert Downey Jr. does as Tony Stark. But it just kind of, it, it, you know, it, and it had great action. It had great, uh, you know, just the great character scenes. But it just, it, it, it kind of, they, they should have just renamed it to uh, to Tony Stark 3. <laughs> There's yeah, the, hardly ever. Yeah, nothing, not much. Not much in the way of Iron Iron Man, Man thing, uh, thing. And then when he, you know, they find out, you, that, you know, he he makes it so that he can rem- or Jarvis can remotely operate all of the Iron Man suits the same or simultaneously. It just kind of like, okay, why do we even have Tony Stark? Then he could just build a robot army. Yeah,
3: that, that's a good point, actually. Yeah.
2: But you know, and then you know, P- you know, Pepper Potts. Does everything in the end, anyhow? So, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to say it was an upsetting movie. I was, I was entertained. It made to my top five amongst all the other movies that came in. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Huh? huh. Yeah.
3: Okay. So uh, uh, coming in at number four, I think quite, quite safely at number four is going to be. I'm going to have to say uh, the Hunger Games. Okay. Hunger Game, Catching Fire. All right. Great. Up until <laughs> that last ten minutes. I, I wanted, wanted to love, love, love that movie love so much. much. Really, and I was loving it. I was loving that movie, and then I am left with. Well, should we save that for our final
2: list? Uh, no, there really isn't much of a spoiler to that because the 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 premise and the joy of those particular game uh, those particular movies doesn't come from people who are trying to go into these shows. I'm not going to say like virgin, but going into the into the, into the show is cold. Yeah, because most of the people when they saw that they're making movies for the Hunger Games went and read the books, yeah, and or listened to them on tape, and already know what's going to happen. So yeah, That's the the whole show. So yeah, again, but we'll, we'll still we'll still throw spoiler warning, spoiler warning, spoiler warning. <laughs> so up until that last ten minutes, and then realizing that the climax of the movie was a tree. <laughs> the climax is a tree.
3: Yeah, I'm thinking. And so I'm like, wait, wait, what? And so then, so then the entire movie, boss battle. And so then the entire movie ended up being a stay tuned for part three. And I'm thinking, I paid like 18 bucks to see that, yep. to see a stay tuned till next time. I could have stayed home and watched a rerun of Batman because at the very least I would have, have would have gotten a same bat time same bat channel.
2: I would still say better ending than the was it the Devil's Own, <laughs> okay, where, right. where it just kind of do you want to see the real ending? Go to this website. Oh,
0: moving oh. uh, Yeah, all. well
2: yeah. that was the um, Hunger Games is actually also my number four as well. Oh, okay. So we actually agreed on that. I actually liked what they did with the uh, with the ending. Because, again, I listened to the books, and you know, I listened to it a few times, and it just kind of, like, didn't really make much sense in the books what was happening and why, you know, how the tree was able to do this and that and the other and how everything was kind of... And it kind of tied up those little loose end, the, the, those little loose ends in my mind when it came from you know, picturing from what the book said to what the director and what the uh, writers decided, this is the interpretation to it. And as far as movie adaptations from books, although I will have to say, I, I actually I actually made a pretty good joke during the uh, during the coming attractions.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: Because uh, one of the coming attractions, I can't remember what it was for. It was for Divergent. And it's like based oh. on based on uh, be, yeah yeah based on best selling book. And then the next one was uh, Russell Crowe doing Noah. I look over at Mrs. Flagoon, and I'm like, I hear this is based off of a book too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And she's like, she, she, she did a little double take. She's like, what? And then she just busted out laughing. Really? Yeah. So yeah. I enjoyed it just, oh, for, that, just for that reason because very rarely does the uh, wife ever actually get my humor every now and then, uh, get my humor, but on the rare occasions, mm-hmm. she 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 picks it up and you know she'll 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 let it just kind of infest her mind and she'll let out a let out a giggle. <gasps> uh, so yeah, that was uh, that's my number four as Kay. well. All right,
3: so moving on to number three, I'll probably Sumo I Trace A. I, I mean I, I, I like my movies either action packed or hysterically funny and so I think that um uh the world's end was right up there.
2: It and looked hilarious. It
3: had it had both in spades. I mean just funny, funny thing after funny thing after funny thing and after funny th- after funny thing. So yeah, I got oh, Simon, a, Peg. Simon, yeah, so Simon Pegg. Simon yeah, Pegg Simon Pegging were on point on that one. Like I don't know like they cause i mean well they've done you know genius in the past they've done uh,
2: um Shaun of the Dead um and then and then Hot Fuzz mm-hmm. and those are both like great movies
3: mm-hmm.
2: i sadly don't own either of them but i would love to yeah
3: cuz well worth it but
2: so any of you out there still trying to look for that christmas present <laughs> that you, 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 for, you, for me for flagoon you know there you go there you go yeah, and, you, know, you know cap it off with the World's End and be like, oh, oh we're, sorry, yeah, seen that. For, get, we're sorry you haven't it. seen that yet, yeah, like, but here's World's End. Yeah. You'll love it.
3: Yeah, get it to it. Yeah, go, uh, as soon as you're done listening to the show, shop on Amazon and you know, just send <laughs> it directly to them. So, but um, but it was, it was just, I mean, one thing right after another, just comedy, 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 action, 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 action. action. almost, um, And there's like uh, just the right amount of dip points and it moves right up into the big, to the big, uh, to the like, climax and then dips back down again.
2: Nice.
3: And like, up and, like, I just could not stop laughing. And I thought this is the end, uh, with Seth Rogen. Oh, and
2: yeah, that the Russo? one where they're, they're, they're playing themselves.
3: Yeah, I mean, I thought that was hilarious.
2: And I hear you know, I mean, Jonah Hill of... gets raped by a, uh, a demon yeah. at the end. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jonah Hill gets well something very, very bad. That gives me something to want to watch now.
3: Well, I mean, I thought that was hysterical, but this is the end, or uh, the, world's the world's end. The world's end was, was
2: absolutely better than superior, this is the end.
3: Superior, which huh?
2: is saying oh, excellent. No, All right, my number three is Pacific Rim. Really? Yes, that was a great movie. Oh. It, it, I, I I put those movies under the genre of spectacle movies. Mm-hmm. There really isn't much to it in, in, in a, as opposed to in in theories of like story or structure or character development. It's just kind of here's giant robots fighting giant monsters <laughs> in techno techno China. Yeah. And that's what you get and what it offer or what it, you you get what is offered. And you get it really exactly really as advertised. Wild. Yeah, the uh, Belici Del Toro. The, no, oh um, Guillermo del,
3: Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo
2: Del Toro, director. Yeah, uh, you know, watching the uh, watching the uh, the extra little things. I like that uh, he, he's more along the lines of uh, when it comes to CG uh, uh, CG graphics that less is more. Mm-hmm. Now, if he could do it, if he could do one of the, uh, one of the effects as a practical effect, do it. he does it as a practical effect. Yeah. And he uses CG, he doesn't just overly exemplify, oh, I need to have, oh, we can just have these people in blue room and they can pretend that they're, they're in the thing. No, 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 no. If they're touching it, if they're holding it, it is a practical, yeah, a it. practical thing. It is yeah. awesome. Yeah, and any,
3: um, uh, um, uh, oh gosh, now I can't even remember his name. I keep calling him Charlie Charlie Day. Any movie that has Charlie Day in it absolutely scores points. All right. Absolutely scores points for me. That guy's abs- he's underappreciated Charlie Day. Is that the the blonde guy? The he was the short uh he was the short
2: kind oh, well- of the guy looking scientist too. Oh, the guy that was from uh, oh, Sunny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was great. Yeah. yeah.
3: He's he's great in everything that he does, and like I said, he's he's totally underappreciated.
2: And then and then like the the one little thing that like I caught that just made me just giggle like a schoolgirl is the computer voice mm-hmm. GLaDOS. Yeah. GLaDOS from Portal series. I don't <laughs> know if they got the same act, voice actress. It sound like it sounded just like her. Mm-hmm. And, but it, it just like I just like.
0: Oh, it is so awesome!
2: Oh, so good, and then the fact that it starts out in Alaska just makes me even more happy. Yeah, because it's it's, uh, that's because uh, that's yeah. Yeah,
3: it, it's a, it's a tribute. It,
2: it is. Other than other than they kind of get a little bit wrong because Anchorage is yeah, it is a coastal town, but it is in the middle of a uh, sound, and it's actually north facing. Oh, so there's so I, like not. Like it if it wants to, if a kaiju wants to attack Anchorage, it's gonna have to like trudge through about a hundred some odd miles of <laughs> of the sound, and yeah, it's it's a bit of a bit of a trek, and there's also like fishing vessels of, of uh, that particular the like the the first shipping fishing vessel that they sh- they they save yeah wouldn't be going back to anchorage they'd probably go to like Homer or Kenai or Seward or Whittier there's <laughs> there's about 20 other ports that are a lot better for them to get into and a lot closer but uh you know people here in Alaska they think oh anchorage okay because yeah, that's the capital, right? Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh. Except okay. it's not. Mm-hmm.
2: No, it's Juneau. It's Juno. Uh-huh. Do you know what See? it is? Uh-huh. See? Do you know the capital of Alaska?
3: I I did, actually. So. Okay. All uh, right.
2: This is Geography
3: Lesson brought to you by Dungeon Crawlers Radio.
2: <laughs> so if you have any problems with our uh, – if you have any uh, questions, comments, or concerns, or a top five of your own, you can feel free to give us a call <gasps> at 626-222 – whoa. Oh, that's the host. Ho- where is our? Oh. 626-226-1475. 262-
1: 262-
3: or you can reach us at dungeon Crawler, info at dungeoncarers dot
1: com <laughs> so uh
2: we're also <laughs> watching the facebook yeah, yeah we need we you know we really should be
3: like posting this on onto- I,
2: I actually i actually on- I actually did post it on there, and I think we're gonna be putting uh putting our top fives onto our Facebook. We
3: should be putting it on the webpage,
2: too. Oh, on the webpage as well, but unfortunately, our web people aren't here. Ah, uh, yes, that's yeah. right.
3: They can't make that happen. So, okay, so moving on to... Uh, what
2: makes the other stuff happen. So, so moving to
3: number two, Numero number dos. two, and this one's kind of on a personal level, like not because it's a great movie, but because of the memories attached to it. But I want to say movie 43.
2: Really? See, oh, because it was, like, it was your birthday movie. No, because it was
3: it was my bachelor
2: party. I was really oh, no, your bachelor party was meet the meet the Morgans. No. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Okay. Then okay. It, then it was it was movie 43 was your birthday because I couldn't stay the entire time. Oh,
3: okay, so I was really okay. I was really wasted on that one too. Yeah, you so. were
2: you were like okay, so you were so gone. So yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're the Millers. Okay, the we're the Millers. We're, we're the Millers. Because. Okay, so moving past my first explanation, ignore that one, everyone. <laughs> okay, so I mean, where the Millers was really funny. I'll give it that, but it has a personal, has a nice personal attachment to me because it was my bachelor party. I had lots of friends there, including Mr. Flagoon himself. Yeah, a lot of fun. Thank and you, Joe. I, yeah, you're welcome. That's what I was here for. Party time. Yeah. That's what it is. and so we, you know, it was all it was all about the party. Being you know, we we went to uh, Brewie's, a local cinema pub. Um, here in the Salt Lake Valley, and we just got. I mean, it it was party time, and we went to go see a really funny movie. Yeah, that so was,
2: that was a really funny movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's, it was. It's definitely not cultural entertainment. No, no like it, said, was, it, was, it, was it was. not high level. No, it, was it was not eyebrow. No. I
3: mean, I mean, a, a kid gets bit by a tarantula and has no, a swollen... Testicle,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: So to give you an
2: example, Jennifer Aniston pretends that a uh, batch of pot is a. It's a baby. a baby and throws it in front of a bus. Uh, it's not really the most like intelligent of shows, but it, it's, still, it's still funny. It still makes you laugh.
3: That is the most important thing, is I was still laughing. All right. The alcohol probably had something to do with it. Probably. <laughs> yeah, probably.
2: You had already had a few even before we got into there. Oh. yes.
3: But anyway, but that's why it's number two because I was
2: laughing my butt. I was I was still pretty good, but then again, I've got a liver that could probably take a few go a few rounds with an actual Scotsman. <laughs> I, at least I hope it could go a few rounds with an actual Scotsman. I mean, your land, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to put that to the test. The white, the Mrs. Flagman is probably not going to be much of a fan of that, but you know I need I I gotta I gotta see how much Scottish. <laughs> I didn't see how much Scottish is actually in me. There you go. So yeah. Awesome. So number two for me. Number two for me. We actually already talked about this, but Gravity. Okay. I liked that it had such a minimal cast because it gave you ample amount of time to like to get to know these characters and get and get into their world and know their history and know their story. You know, as yeah, I, I, I put it in my review. I, I don't know if. Uh, um, uh, if uh, Ren was able to get it up there. Yeah, it's okay. okay. But, you know, of all people, I wanted to see Sucked in the Vacuum of Space. It's definitely George Clooney and... Uh, and uh, oh, crap. Why am I having such a hard time with names? Oh, uh, with... Uh, uh, George Clooney and... Uh, oh, crap. Oh, my God.
3: I'm we having such a terrible time with <laughs> <of> this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because, just, uh, let
2: me pull it up. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, yeah. Well, people I want to see get sucked into the uh, in, into the vacuum of space. It's George Clooney and, and Sandra Bullock. But they weren't really they, – they they were themselves, and they weren't themselves. You know, Clooney, clooney was at his clooney in that movie. He was? Like, he, he was just, just dapper, debonair. You just felt like he knew his stuff. And he, he, he brought it. And then, you know, he makes his, his heroic sacrifice – and then it gets a little, it gets a little bit on the wonky side. Just, just, just a touch, though. There was, a, there were a few scenes like when, when Sandra gets, uh, gets back into the international space station, and she kind of curls herself, uh, self up into a fetal position, and they have the freaking gall to, have, to like show the tether coming yeah. out of her, they coming from her abdomen area. It was like, wow. They, symbolism they are hammering the symbolism to the point that even i can notice the symbolism <laughs> okay. okay and then they ripped off a, a scene from Wally. <laughs> but you know all in all it was a good show you know very solid very well put together and also a great use of of three dimension of 3d
3: because
2: mm-hmm. if you not
3: many movies don't get many, that
2: many 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 movies do a lot of movies when they when they add the 3d it's like, okay, yeah, I don't really see why I'm paying an extra $10 to see a pair of giant lips come at my face. It's not really that great. Okay. <laughs> I see. Awesome. This one, you got that feeling of just how far and how daunting their yeah. what they were doing was going yeah, to be.
3: Yeah, because, I mean, there's no way to really convey the full dimensions of the full distance of space. Yeah. Unless you can actually, I guess, I mean, I guess the way to fully realize that is to show just, how, just far.
2: how far it is. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And you know, and, it,
2: you know the three, the three D did great, and I actually even sprung the extra mile, and I got to sit, I sat in one of the D box seats. Yeah. And actually felt the move, the motion, and the movement. <laughs> At, I was, I was kind of worried. I was like, "Oh man, this is probably going to make me sick." No. No, I had it at the full intensity, and it was a roller coaster ride for two and a half hours that I just couldn't get enough of. <laughs> when it stopped, moving, it like,
0: no, no, it's, oh, it can't <laughs> no. be over. Okay, no.
2: all right, and drum roll, please for drum roll, drum one. for one.
3: Yeah, this is probably, probably gonna be a, be a huge shocker for everyone, but I mean, Iron Man three had right. to take it. All right, had to okay. It. It was everything that it could have
2: been. So your number one is my number five, and my number one is your number five.
3: A, yeah, I guess so. that's There that's we go. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. Okay. Um, but I, it's cause, um, because ap- after the Avengers, the Marvel films, especially the first movie after the Avengers, had a
2: huge, huge
3: set of shoots to film. Oh, it did. I mean, there was, expectations were sky high. And even and with a new director um coming at the helm of this, even though you know he's you know, Shane Blank was is, is you know, experienced and he's worked with some of these actors before. But it was still like, okay, can this deliver after such a huge success? Yeah. And it absolutely did on about every level. It was I mean, it was not what was expected I think as far as the actual content. But the what was delivered though, um was of the same Qualitative order than than the, the previous films. Okay. And so, so it was it wasn't like oh you know it wasn't it wasn't suffering the sequelitis I guess.
2: Yeah yeah like it didn't, it didn't burn itself yeah. out. Like some of the other Marvel films had in the past. Or like many of the other films that kind of go past number three where it's just like like you know say Spider Man three or Matrix Revolution. Yeah. You know, yeah it, exactly. It, it it's a, kept itself pretty fresh.
3: It did. It actually because I mean it took a completely different direction, almost you know, and, and and still managed to throw in all the same sort of references and the same sort of iconography that the Marvel films had been, you know, had been doing up until that point, and it maintained all of that and still had a cohesive plot that you know, was was well played well paced. Um, it featured plenty of fresh, uh, you know, f- uh, fresh storylines, and then even threw in the little little tidbits to, to um, sate even the most die hard of not only film critics but comic book fans. So, woo <laughs>
2: woo!
3: I think I think that'll be my new highest rating. Instead of yes,
2: <laughs> it's it, Iron Man be, three. Yeah, no, like, the yeah. It raises the roof. <laughs> That movie officially raises the roof. Alright. So my number one now this might also have some sort of yeah kind of like how your number two was was, you know, more on the lines of the, the where you were at the time now. My number one is was actually my daughter's first time going to a movie theater movie. Really? So so we went and saw Frozen. It was, it was more than just that, you know, it was her first time going. It was a great movie. It had great music, great animation. The characters were interesting. You wanted to get to know them. You wanted to get in their world. You felt sorry for them when they had their tragic loss at the beginning because, you know, as the Disney movie goes, surprise, surprise, the parents die.
3: Oh, yes. wait.
2: Yeah. So, huh? now, oh, spoiler warning! Yeah, spoiler warning! The first five minutes of the, of the movie, within the 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 I think they would uh, probably say the bridge of the second song, they die. <laughs> oh man! It's a very it's a very just like lackluster. It's like they they you know they they kind of pause the song in the halfway and they're like no don't go and they're like we have to go. It's all right. It's only for a few days. We'll be all right. And it's just like it just they just might as well say. I'll be right back in a slasher film. Oh boo. <laughs> so, yeah, the next scene is just the boat capsizing and sinking. You're like, left? Well I'm yeah. Right. They're gone, they're dead. So, you know, yeah, it, it yeah, it does kind of fall into some of the different little cliche areas. But it you know, when it's not doing the Disney cliches, it's exploring different Universe or different realms of you know what love is and what what it is to uh, to actually love a person because the ma- the major story point isn't between a princess and her prince charming it's actually between two princesses who are sisters and have been separated for a you know a long period of time and have kind of you know coming back together and learning who each other has uh, who each other has become in their time apart yeah. And it's just it's really done well. Uh, don't believe the commercials. Don't. The commercials make you think that it's just going to be. Uh, look at this. We have a crazy snowman who can talk, and he's crazy. And there's a there's a reindeer that look looks acts like a dog. Yeah, there are those characters, but they're side characters, and they don't take over the story like. Which the or I, I can't remember his uh, what what his unofficial name is, but like like the that squirrel in the Ice Age series. Okay, it, it, it doesn't yeah. scratch. Yeah, it doesn't become scratch. You know, he's there. They're there. They're entertaining, but. They go on, and you know some of the music in there is just really like you, you can tell that Disney is trying to go for another Oscar. So <laughs> it's it's it was a really good movie, really well put together. Uh, the voice cast is just uh, almost perfect, almost. almost, 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 almost. But they never get perfect. Perfect. I would actually I would actually go on the lines of saying that I'd probably say it's better. If not well, I wouldn't say go as long far as far as better, but it's just as good as Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Which I know I know, you know, a lot of the the, the the you know, the the big time movie people can say they can never do anything better than Beauty and the Beast, but I I would like to say they actually did Beauty and the Beast better because Beauty and the Beast is kind of like oh Stockholm syndrome.
3: <laughs> Yay Yay Stockholm
2: Syndrome All right. So that first
3: all right, so there's our top five. That is
2: our top five movies. Uh, that was brought to you by Audible.com. Yes. Oh, that's like, how, how do you like that little? How do you like that little segue. So that. Uh, so Audible.com. If you haven't heard from us uh, already, we've got a little uh, thing going on with them. So if you go to Audible forward slash Dungeon Crawler's Radio, or even easier, just click on the Audible link on our website. You can sign up for a free audiobook. Yeah,
0: free, yeah. Audiobook a 30- free
2: audiobook and a thirty-day yeah. trial to their gold pra- gold package, which is a pretty awesome package. Thirty percent off all of your uh, all of your purchases, and once a month you get a credit for another free book. Now it's fourteen dollars a month. Most of those books are about twenty dollars. Yeah. So do the math. You- do the math. You save big. So audiblepodcast.com dot com forward slash dungeon crawlers radio. Go to audible get your free books because, you know, when you're not listening to podcasts, because we can only do this once a week, or, you know, you, we can only talk about this so long. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, I need to get some sort of story structure in here. Or, you know, we have an interview on there and we talk about their book and they're like, oh, okay, let's talk about, I, I want to listen to that book. You can listen to it, most likely. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right.
3: All right, so it's already, uh, it's, it's a little bit, it's,
2: uh, it's 36, uh, Thirty-six past the hour. Yeah. Man, I'm
3: just lying. Although, yeah,
2: although this is kind of interesting because it says we've only got an hour. Or when I talked with uh, with Rev, I said only for an hour, but my clock is saying we got an hour and a half still. Well, we can, so you know, we'll just we'll just kind of keep talking. We'll just keep talking. Uh, what do we want to we'll, do? We'll in- make sure we close
3: off at you know because I mean we'll have to sign off I think at the hour mark just in case. And uh, then we'll
2: keep talking. I'm, I'm thinking. We sign off around the time that the non threatening British female voice starts telling us that we have to get off
3: okay well then let's uh let's move on to top five games games games,
1: oh boy, games <laughs> yay
2: so. This is not just video games. It's not just board games. We kind of lump this into one little games in, in general. What you do to keep yourself entertained throughout the years. So
3: yeah, and I'm pretty sure there's there's half the people on the internet being like, "Are you sure you want to hear what I have to say? What I do to keep myself entertained?"
2: Uh, on a G-rated uh, scale. Yeah. <laughs> well, G to PG13, you know. Yeah. So cause some of these games are a little more on the yeah. Violent side, so yeah. Us this off. So my first one, um, you know, I'm I'm that I'm that uh, games are art, um, pretentious a hole that you know likes <laughs> the games that 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 aren't just all about ducking behind something and shooting things. So my number five and my number four are actually kind of on the line, along the lines of this, but is the Stanley Parable. Okay. Now I was showing uh, Joe this uh, before, but if you haven't played the Stanley parable, it's a, it's a Half-Life Two mod available on Steam, and you are Stanley, but you're also not Stanley and there's a story but there also isn't a story and there's choices and there's also yeah, this no-
3: game but- is like incredibly meta
2: yeah like it is you know horribly tongue in cheek like if you want to get into the mind of a game developer and you know kind of kind of see what they kind of see what they're trying to make and get into their head as to like you know what you know some, you know, people complaining that there's not enough choice or it's too, uh, you know, gameplay's too linear or it's not linear enough and, you know, that there's never any sort of uh, pleasing anybody. Stanley Parable kind of gets you into their heads where you're like, oh, okay, I kind of understand that. It's a little weird. (laughs) Yeah. Very funny. It's very well, the narrator is hilarious.
3: Yeah, definitely not, like... Action oriented. It's no. definitely not a first person shooter of any
2: kind. Well, it's it's just a it's a first person exploration game. Yeah. Um, you can walk, <laughs> and you can zoom in, and you can push buttons, and you can push buttons, and not every button, but some buttons, but some buttons, and some buttons don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and if you get to a certain ending, you're keeping a baby from walking and in, crawling into fire <laughs> for four hours
3: for four hours. All right. So, anyways. Uh so number 5 I've got to lead off with Grand Theft Auto 5 because while I'm not a huge fan of the Grand Theft Auto series
2: um, and it, well, this after, one certainly after, has its flaws after 4 like mm-hmm. I, I I love the hell out of uh, have or out of Grand Theft Auto 3 mm-hmm. and you know the, the the kind of subsequent afterwards were okay yeah, yeah. Four when they introduced the havoc engine, that's when it kind of started going downhill for me.
3: Yeah,
2: it it tanked really hard. But they, um and
3: largely it comes back, but it still has its flaws. But we'll get um we'll, we'll get some we'll correction the some of the corrections on those flaws, so at least how I would have done it. Um, but I mean, uh, the idea of controlling three different main characters at the same time can be a little confusing. It sounds rad. It sounds freaking awesome. But the execution of that leaves a little to be desired. Not because it's glitchy or buggy, but sometimes you end up catching your you know, when you're switching between protagonists. You can catch them doing some pretty stupid things.
0: It's sort of it's sort of
3: like <laughs> accidentally walking in on your roommate Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. It's like you don't necessarily need to know. Certain,
2: yeah. that actually like when I saw that that's like one of the things that happens is you kind of walk in halfway through what they're doing I, I like that idea because I just thought like okay how far are they going to yeah, push this envelope that awesome but when it, it comes when it actually goes into practice yeah it's
3: not as cool not as cool do, as
2: do, do you Do you jump into someone after they get done jerking the gherkin? No. Okay. No, not, not, not that okay, bad. Okay, it doesn't go that far. But
3: um, its multiplayer aspects I think are really great, being able to cooperatively handle missions, especially when there's not really, uh, like uh, some of the missions that I participated in were not linear um, as far as you must take this car to this place following this route. It's right. just get this plane to this area now. And then we had, to, uh, we had to find ways to get uh, the uh, partial hull of a plane from one end of a valley to another without uh, getting shot down. Wow. And we ended up getting shot down
0: okay. several
3: times. But it, was, uh, it was still fun. Yeah, it was still a lot of fun trying to... You know, we ended up crashing the plane. We were able to get our cargo to the other end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was pretty crazy. So, um, so it has a lot of things going for it, but I think in the end, this is what keeps it from going up higher on the uh, higher up on the scale. Would be it's like it's got a lot going on for it, but it also has a lot of stuff going against it because it does so much.
2: And it's kind of still it, falling on that uh, the Grand Theft Auto archetype where it has to be, you know, it still has to have some zany craziness to it.
0: Yeah, it was, like you see,
2: listen to the radio and it's like all parody well, on he, everything well, and then. You play the game where the the protagonist is all being angsty and upset. Well
3: see the see the well there's the flip side to that coin and I'll get to that later on in the list. Uh probably number four actually will be the okay. side of that coin. But it's like but when a game tries to do so many things, uh you know, it's gonna get some of those things right. But it's also gonna get some of those things wrong. And so when it the and you know, the things that it gets wrong unfortunately kinda I mean, really hurt. They're really noticeable. Okay. So especially in this multiplayer options, it just sort of do, it doesn't give you a whole lot in that area. Kind of
2: makes you actually feel like, oh, oh, this is definitely a game.
3: Yeah, and it's and it's uh, and and a lot of the customization options, you know, are DLC. so You actually have to pay to create a character that you would like to see. You know, otherwise,
2: cause otherwise you're stuck being a being a hipster with a beard. Uh, you, you don't want to be a hipster. Oh, uh, otherwise you gotta put money into it. Yeah, otherwise you have to uh, pay pay more
3: money than you've already paid. Monetization. <laughs> yeah.
2: monetization uh, All right. right. Anyway, so, so, so numero quattro or quatro. four yeah. or or I gotta find out what it is in binary. <laughs> One zero 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 one zero one zero one one I don't know. So, uh the next one again, it's kind of going on that uh games or art pretentious douchebaggery thing where it's not all about the gameplay, but this one's more along the lines of the, the Story, which is called Gone Home. Yet again another Half Life Two mod available on Steam. Uh but you are a girl coming back home after living abroad for a year, touring Europe for you know, X amount of for a long time, and you're coming home, and the house is empty. And you're just set free to explore the house, however you will. Now, the story comes into you as uh, as forms of uh, diary excerpts from your little sister, mm-hmm. who's had to live this year, throughout the year. And you you get to... You, you get to feel a very close tie to this person, and it's a close tie to the parents. And you learn about their past, you learn about their future, you learn about who they are by the stuff that you find. You you know you 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 find a book and you look at the book and you find out oh hey this is actually written by your dad and you read the back of it and it kind of tells you about this and you find a, a letter and you look at the letter you read the letter and you find out oh he you know, his uh, um contract got canceled because they didn't like this and you're like oh that's really bad that's really sad about them and then you keep on exploring you you it, it actually has these little small little stories that aren't actually like that they're just kind of like little side stories that you you get into not by having it shown or having it you know shoveled down your face by forms of you know um, you know yeah just you know, just, uh, you know ex- pieces and yeah, action sequences. yeah acts or cutscenes. It's just, you know, you find something, and you, you find a scrap of paper, and you read it, and you're like, oh, wow, that's so crazy. And it's just, it's great. And, you know, as the main story goes, like, it, it almost had me crying. Oh, Because it was such... It was Gotta such, love that. It was a good show, it was a good story. I mean, there, it, it definitely kind of you, gives you a little red herring mm-hmm. at the beginning, and a red herring right towards the end. And then it kind of just, like, you know, opens the, opens the life doors, and you're like, oh, it's okay, it's a happy ending. hmm Spoiler to the it's a it's a happy ending. It's a happy ending, but uh, <laughs> you know it's it's a good game, um, and you know it's also a quick game. Yeah. But you know the fun thing is is later on walking around the rest of the house and finding the rest of you know just finding everything else out. Um, it's 1996. So it's all so it's all about immersion. It's all about immersion, and it's also about storytelling through, um, through level design. Mm-hmm. That is that is I think is the biggest thing I wanted to get in there is, is is you like you are set to walk around the house wherever you want, but the way it's designed is you know pretty you know pretty ingenious because mm-hmm. you know I ended up you know I was just like you know I ended up walking in the direction that was fully chronological, but you know it didn't feel like I was being handheld. Yeah. It felt like you know this is the next logical place I needed to go to. This is the next place. This is the next place, and it, it, it was great, it was fluid. Um, the you know the music that they put in there, you know, puts you back into the into the you know the mid '90s you know garage band grunge <laughs> uh, feel, and it's just you just feel it. You just see the things like the the te- yeah you know, the, the you know, stacks of tapes of uh, the X-Files. Yeah. Mine, you know, I, I did a similar thing, but mine was Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. But it just, it, it felt so alive and so real.
3: So, number four, coming home.
2: Number four, gone home. Gone home. Gone home.
3: Gone. All right, so number four, like I said, the flip side to Grand Theft Auto would be Saints Row 4.
2: That looked like a great game.
3: <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, right from, like, the opening
2: cutscene. You're climbing a rocket to
3: you disarm a, to disarm a, to a nuclear disarm a missile. missile nuclear wow. It you down. You, you land in the Oval system. Office where you are immediately <laughs> elected President of the United States. <laughs> and then you're immediately passed to fending off an alien invasion, which then you are immediately granted superpowers to do so. <laughs> so if you thought That's that Saints Row 2 and Saints Row the 3rd were, like, like stretchy,
2: Tongue-in-cheek and... Yeah,
3: like, yeah, Saints Row 4 makes Saints Row the 3rd.
2: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, while you're climbing the nuclear missile, Aerosmith's... Yeah, don't want to miss a thing, is playing. Yeah. It's, it is that campy. Yep. Like
3: it's, it's, it's that intentionally campy. It, like it,
2: it's, it's a parody. I, I love the Saints Row games. I've played Saints Row 2 about a dozen times now. And, you know, despite its glitches, I just can't stop playing yeah, it. Yeah,
3: it's, it's a hard game to put down. And Saints Row 4, like, uh, as, I mean, I will say, it's one flaw is that it is very short. Yes. The it's, it's plot line is very short, but it's not about, necessarily like you know, it's not about... Having a long, involved storyline because these characters
2: no aren't not they are not, not going to be there for high art. They're not going to be there for a major story arc. No, uh uh-uh. uh.
3: You know, when, when, you know, when one of your best buds is a pimp who speaks with a cane that only lets you know who has a trick out of me that only listens <laughs> auto tune. Okay. That's not a you know we're not looking at like Downton Abbey character most, most character
2: development. We are looking at Seinfeld characters, oh, the most man. stock characters possible. Yeah, it,
3: it it is not deep, but the action, <laughs> the action is, is just is, is hilarious. Being able to because like I, there is nothing that I ever wanted more, but, uh, you know, while playing um, while playing Saints Row the Third and Saints Row Two, to so be like man, God, I wish I could just like, I need to get to the other end of the city, but I don't want to have to drive. Oh, man, and getting to my... I wish
2: I could fly. Yeah,
3: I wish I could fly, because like, it takes too long to get to my airport hangar, it takes too long to spawn the helicopter. No, nope. You, you just, just rock, rock it right out. off and you just, <laughs> you just fly. And, you just, and while you're doing it, you're smashing alien ships <laughs> in the air. <laughs>
2: because uh.
3: screw gravity, screw physics, and screw plotline, apparently.
2: <laughs> I can fly. I am Superman. Yeah, it, it, is, is. it is.
3: And you're, you're Superman, and you're armed with you know like ridiculous weapons, like um, uh, with a you have you have a weapon at your disposal called a dubstep gun. A dubstep gun. You shoot them, and they start jamming out while they're playing, Well, you play loud and sudden dubstep shooting. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, uh. so <laughs> ridiculousness cubed is this
2: game. All right. So there you go. Boom. All What's right. So, number three. My number three, like I said, this is games. This is not just video games, so I'm actually going to go to the uh, world, of, world of tabletop, or the world okay. of the tabletop, and uh, number three is Dwarven Miner. Okay. Uh, by our friends at uh, Rather Dashing Games. It is, like, the game itself is so simplistic, but the strategy that you can start forming with it is just endless. And it's just so fun. Like, you can just pick up and play. Like, you just sit down, sit people down. I just point out two things. I'm like, this is a patron. This is what they need to finish off the patron. This is the items. This Mm -hmm. is what you need to finish off the items. This is what you roll. These are the special things. Let's roll. So I just roll it and be like, oh, this, this, this. I can make this. And then they are experts. They beat me. <laughs> they they beat me every time, and I'm just like, okay, cool, all right. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, you know, I use the, uh, I have used those dice so much that both sets of stickers, I give you two sets of stickers to replace on your dice. I have gone through both sets since <laughs> yeah. since yeah. this August. Yeah, I think are worn two, down. Two sets of stickers, so. My hat is off to rather dashing, because they have created fun in a box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pure, pure, unadulterated fun in a box.
0: Fun, fun in a box.
2: Fun in a box. <laughs> they can put a stamp on that. Black Goons, fun in a box. <laughs> they should make a stamp of that, actually. They put a sticker on it. Be a, be a picture of my mug going, hey. giving you the giving you, uh, you the buddy Christ thumbs up and a pick the point.
0: That's what yeah, it is. That's good. Right.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna give you the buddy Christ. Yeah. The buddy Christ thing.
0: <laughs> uh.
2: Uh. Now, I, uh, you know, we're, we're looks like we might be running a little low on time, so I kind of oh, want to get oh, like we've only got ten minutes.
3: Oh, okay. okay, all, all right. right, let's hurry and run this up then. All right, so at number, right, so at, number uh, at number three, I'm gonna have. Yo, know, I mean, I, I boy, talk we talk about this so much, so I'm just gonna hurry. I'm just gonna say it and let it go. It's just that uh, I'm gonna say the Firefly board game. Yes, depends, like
2: superbly crafted, very very well put together, that very was, well thought that up. Was that was a labor of love. Was
3: so, so if you haven't if yeah. you haven't got your copy yet.
2: What's wrong with you?
3: Get it. Anyways, okay. Yes.
2: And then if you haven't gotten your uh, your copy of Breaking Etmo, send one to me first because I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Man? Well, that's my number two. Actually, is okay. uh, is uh, is that one? But yeah, I, th- like you can't say more any more good things about that game. Like it would just take we would have to do an entire episode about <laughs> how fun. I was
3: just going. Well, I think that's going to be in the works
2: for. Yeah, I think so. We might actually be doing a uh, a video of us playing it. Yeah. yeah, and it'll probably end, end with it'll probably end with me losing horribly because that's just that's just what happens.
3: That's sort of what happens. I
2: just lose, or like <laughs> I might think that I'm winning and then just oh, by the way, you lost.
3: What? Huh? I was going so well. What? The? But
2: can I do a few more jobs? No, you can't do any few more jobs. We're done. Oh, okay. Oh. So there's my number two. Yep. Um, let's see here. See earlier this year.
3: Um, uh, Fantasy Flight Games finally got around to releasing um uh Star Wars Edge of the Empire they're they're taking over oh, the Star Wars
2: Yeah, you've been really excited about that.
3: Yeah, cuz I was really curious to see what Fantasy Flight would do to create a new role-playing game system. Yes. That to distance itself from the D20 version that uh that they they created for the saga, the saga edition. The last one that was done by Wizards of the Coast which I felt was really captured what star Wars was about. And so I'm like, okay, how are they going to top this? And so of course, fantasy flight does have their proprietary dice. And so, and that does create the learning curve and I'll give it, I mean, that is probably what's going to keep it down safely at number two. Okay. I mean, it's a safe number two though. Cause it's, I mean, it's, it's well above it. it, it
2: a, two is a good position.
3: Two is a good place for it. Yeah. Um, and so, But once you once you get past the learning curve and know exactly what the symbols do and mean, learn
2: how to read those dice...
3: Yeah, learn how to read them so that way you can just quickly convey whatever the result is to the dungeon master. Dungeon master then interprets those results real fast and, and bases the... And, and that's part of the instruction is, is you, you look what the dice say, you know, what the exact result is and then you just you continue crafting the story based off of well, I rolled a success, but I rolled this a disaster as well. I don't. I can't remember what these term What is called I wanna I want to call them disasters. Okay. But it's like you get a, you succeed at what you're doing, but it has a negative result. And then, like you know, on the other side, you can also fail at what you're doing, but then have a, a stupendous result. You know. So yeah, you don't you you set off the alarm, but you set off the alarm in another area. Ah. Okay. So I mean, and so it it, it sort of takes a lot of the guesswork about all the little itty bitty details about where to how to move the plot along. Uh No. And you know, it gives that power back to the dungeon master. You know, by the dice, by way of the dice. Okay. So they found they sort of found a way to to make that power to give that power back to dungeon master. So if you're looking for a new game to try. And you're willing to plop down the 34, I think it's like 34.95 or something for the core rulebook. Absolutely. Absolutely, your your money would be well spent in that area. In, in fact, fact it,
2: it, in, in fact, according to my number one selection, one there's only one, one better place. You would spend <laughs> that money. A little more on that. Well, uh, before I get to my you got number one, I want to do uh, honorable mention to Tiny Death Star for your phone, which is if you haven't played it, start playing it, and then you will not be able to stop playing it.
3: And that's available for both Apple,
2: Apple- for Apple- iOS and Android Apple and Android. Okay. And then uh, the next one is the Tomb Raider reboot. That is another honorable honorable mention. Honorable. I just haven't had a chance to really finish it because I keep on wanting to go back to play my number one, mm-hmm. which is Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't had a chance to play this, um, you know again all these games are just great.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: Bioshock Infinite, yeah, if you've played Bioshock One. Um, you know, it's a great game where it's just symbolism in everything, and it's the same thing with BioShock Infinite. And the the ending, a lot, is, everybody is just kind of mixed on the ending. People don't like it, people like it. I love the ending. I think there's really no other way that they could end it the way that they did, and they 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 nailed it. And it just just everything, just the the color palette, the character models, the level design. Um, I like the contrast between going from this picturesque, you know, early th- or early 20th century, uh, you know, paradise to the ultra violent just very visceral, bloody, horrible world that kind of just sits right underneath the surface. I love how they kind of mirror those things together and it's they 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 put it together just so well. Mm-hmm. It's one that's so well, I've so good. I've actually gone back and started playing it again. Just to just go, oh, so fun. That's the sign of any good game. Yes. Replayability.
3: Okay, so then finally, I guess, on my end is number one. So I've been gushing about this one for months and months and months, but finally got my hands on Killer Instinct, the reboot on the Xbox One.
2: Oh. Now,
3: I... I mean, you're just,
2: the, you're just, oh look at me! I got Xbox One. So the, okay, the, the
3: short version. The or I guess the, the okay. Short so let's not, say it's gonna be a
2: two-hour show because it's still running. It's still running. Like we've got 50 seconds and we haven't heard anything from the lady. So, so you got a longer time of the. <laughs> let me uh, pull up the uh, full name. Sorry to interrupt, Joe's number one. The end of year countdown extravaganza, supreme happy time.
3: <laughs> I love it. So I love it. um so, the short synopsis would be exactly as advertised. <clears throat> so, because, I, mean, I mean, for months and months since the, they first, they had launched their first trailers at, um, I believe it was at, uh, oh, gosh, it was uh, it was before PAX. I think they launched it at Comic-Con. If okay. If I remember correctly. But they were showing their first trailers of it. And that collective gasp, I think, came from the 90s generation because that's, you know, those of us who remember it, um, of, no, this can't be. And so then week by week by week, Double Helix Games, the developers, had been, you know, they're, they're putting out videos and they're showing every step of the way, you know, what's going into the game, what it looks like, you know, how to do things. They're telling you how to play the game and how to be good at the game as they're building the game. So, they're, you know, they're dead serious about people Getting their hands on this,
2: and, and then,
3: then and they were, they were putting were out demo. demo copies out in, in, in California too, so people would actually play it, and and, uh, uh, and then the final version came uh, came for download, and and it, everything that they were showing, you got right there, and they even had an ingenious, absolutely ingenious uh, uh, price, price point system, system for, for it because you could get the game. game you literally can get the game for free. They, you, know, you you get, you know, they give you a single character plus all of its content.
0: Mm-hmm. So you
3: can play, you can play online, you can do all the challenges, you can do everything with that one character for free. You don't, you don't pay a dime for it. And then if you like it enough, you can buy the other characters piecemeal for for five bucks a pop. So if you're only gonna play with three characters, only pay for three characters. Great, awesome. Or they, or they got the full version, version that you can buy all six, six of, the, of the main, all six of the starting characters at a reduced cost. Okay. Oh, great. great, awesome. Or you, you can get the, or you can get like the, there's a, a the combo edition that you get the two, the six main characters and then the two that'll be available in 2014. All right. And so for a few dollars more. Or they had the ultra edition <laughs> which absolutely, absolutely blew my mind. Because then you get all you get the six main the six starting characters the two downloadable characters in 2014 plus you get uh, um, you get additional um, customization options that are not available because you can, you, Cause you, can, um, you, can um, you can customize each of the characters as you gain points but you gain some of those for free for getting this plus then you get the full working version of the original Killer Instinct which appeared back in 1995. Wow, so yeah. that is yeah. The full version. Well,
2: well, even
3: one step better is because you, cause is you get the slightly, slightly glitchy version, and then you get the not glitchy final version you're you're that appeared in arcade. So that way, you're, nostalgia you're, you're, you're ah, full nostalgia effect. Every last bit of nostalgia that could be related to this game, you're getting for that forty dollars. So, so exactly as advertised.
2: All right. Well, there you have it. That is our top five video games. And uh, Joe, do you want to take a stab at who this uh, top five video games was brought to? Brought to you by? Well, probably Amazon. Well, probably Amazon because that's where you can pick up. Well, I think just about everything that we talked about on this list. Yeah. Well. Well, yeah. Uh, other than the, the few things that I talked about that are Steam.
3: Yeah. Uh, all stuff that's not available on, on the Steam. The yeah, so but all the stuff that's available on
2: Steam you can find on Amazon. So
3: as soon as the show's over, just uh, go over to the search bar located on dungeoncallersradio.com, play out your cookies, and then search for those games and buy them. Because, why not? You're right there, and it's not like it costs you anything extra. And we'll when you're back done, you even take that, a little, little bit back to us. Let's, let's, let's be real. Yeah, this is not yeah. like a pro bono <laughs> yeah. deal. Yeah, we're you know, we're, we're, trying we're trying to get, get a little money as too, as well. Yeah, yeah, Let's see. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're not. Yep, yeah, we're not going to play around. It's about that. So there you, so, go. There you go. So go, go shop. shopping at Amazon.com <laughs> or the, uh, the.
2: But click on our link oh, first.
3: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go 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 through DungeonCrawlerRadio.com because that's a way better to do it. Because if you don't. We're gonna, gonna send put, intern Chris to your house with that cup of coffee that we sent him out.
2: Yeah, it's probably cold four and four nasty uh, and not it. really good. Uh, drink drink it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, yeah gonna, that's all right. That's yeah, we're gonna post YouTube. Uh, uh, do we want to do we want to okay. do a song before we go into our last top five? Or we do.
1: Or, we, do? we have Yeah, I've
2: I've got access to the full soundboard thing, so if we want to listen to let's do it. Uh, all right. Uh, what would you like to? What would you like to listen to? Uh oh, we don't really.
3: We don't really. You're the one who's looking at
2: it. Uh, neon Pegasus.
1: Spread your wings, Neon Pegasus, and go flying through the night. They can take your glitter, but.
0: your heart.
2: Alright, that was Neon Pegasus. Oh, excuse us. Sorry. Yeah, we we took a step out during the song and my father-in-law, we're actually not at the store right now. We're actually filming it. We're actually re- uh, recording in my basement. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. and room? we're coming back in. My uh, father-in-law okay. got us pizza. So uh, we were, we were uh, noshing on some za, as the uh, kids like to call it nowadays. Or at least I like to think the kids call it that. I don't know what they actually call it nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my kid is two and doesn't really talk much, so... <laughs>
3: That's sure, true. I, I used to be really lucky get to get a no, no out of her.
2: <laughs> oh, that's all we get is a no. Now she's like,
3: "Come play with me." Yes.
2: Yes. Now he's become Uncle Joe. Aww. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh,
3: so welcome back uh, so, to Jungle Pollers Radio. It's a, it's a guy named Joe. Joe if you weren't already aware. And this is which I'm sure you. Are. <laughs> and this is the great,
2: mighty, powerful Lord Flegoon.
3: Reminding you, we love you, Internet.
2: That we do. Or at least that was last year. We
3: love you like John... Say anything.
2: I will stand outside your window holding a boombox in the air playing a song for you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I will do that. Now, it is your choice to accept whether if it's creepy or sweet. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully... Oh, we, we don't judge. We don't judge. We
3: just tell you the story. Yes. You know, it's up to you to make that. You know, it's up to you to make that decision. So, all right. So, so, all right, so, so, all right, so back on to the... Uh, Let's see here. Is there anything else that we need to cover before we uh, hit our final controversial list of 2014, uh, <laughs> yes.
2: 2013? This is, this is the one that will hopefully get a lot of people upset at us. Uh, I'm just trying to look at here, because uh, again, you know, not very many people are kind of doing anything newsworthy. Let Me, uh, double check there. If you if you had a chance, you could have gotten a free copy of uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Uh, had you uh, logged into Steam? On the twenty sixth. Wow, really? Wow, really? They're, they were they, giving they it away. gave it away for one day and one day alone, and Holy that was yeah. I didn't. I I saw this. I saw this ad, or I saw this the news about this on the twenty seventh.
3: Oh, so i was like, Oh, you missed,
2: you missed it. Sucks to be you. So yeah, I missed out on that. So let's see what else we got here. Uh, wow, Samsung uh... have a has a new 110 inch uhd tv <clears throat> bigger than a king size bed what? yes i'm just pulling the stuff up on uh... the escapist magazine and i'm just looking at this and holy smokes um... let's see well, uh... campcon our resident evil gamer fan base is getting too old hmm. uh, Wow, Capcom! You're getting upset that your gamers are getting too old. Okay. Uh, still trying to look for anything.
3: Uh huh.
2: Okay. Sorry.
3: No, uh, no, it's understandable, man.
2: I'm. I, I was just. I'm just floored by that 110 inch plasma screen TV. <laughs> so, okay, now um, I've I've changed what I want for my uh, for Christmas. If you haven't got me anything, I want this. I want a TV that's bigger than my head, uh, bigger than my bed. You want a TV
3: that's bigger? Wait, what? A TV, a TV that's bigger, bigger than, than your bed. bed? Okay.
2: Yeah, it's 110 inches, bigger than a king size yeah, bed. Yeah,
3: that's that is a crazy amount of like you could mount that well if, if your ceiling could safely support that, but mount that directly above your bed facing downwards so you could watch it <laughs> <laughs> while, <Now> you're, <laughs> while you're laying down. Yeah. But I'm just like, the logistics of that would be pretty crazy. You'd have to build supports to hold it from underneath. Which if you mount, I guess if you had like you know, all those... Well, if you mount batteries.
2: it directly to, to to a beam, you should be fine. Now, I would suggest not just doing like a, um, you know, just a, not just doing a screw, but actually doing a bolt straight through and then nutting it down at the top. So you're going to have to be able to get into your into your into uh, your attic for that. Yeah. But that should be able to hold it. But
3: still, oh man,
2: oh, that would be awesome <laughs> you'd
3: have you'd be staring at images that were larger than you that's sad, It's terrible
2: so uh, oh. if you are uh, lucky enough to have the uh, a gold account with uh, Microsoft games, uh, they're be bringing you uh, two free games, looks like Sleeping Dogs and Laura Croft and The Guardian of Light. Uh, Sleeping Dogs, typically priced at $20, will be available from January 5th to 15th as release date, as released on August 15th. Uh, this is the newest and one of the best games given away through Gold Games with Gold.
3: Yeah, that is a newer game.
2: So newer game. typically the games uh, given away uh, that are free are older retail games like War, yeah. Halo 3, uh, Xbox Live Arcade games like Defense and Grid. Uh, follow sleeping, uh, following Sleeping Dogs next month will be Laura Croft and the Guardian of Light. Mm-hmm. The X-Bla game is uh, regularly priced at $15. dollars x Blah. Well, you know, everybody liked calling the uh, Xbox One the X-Bone. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. I know. Like, I like going on with the social norms, you know. Call me, call me a sheep, because that's what I am.
3: X-Bone,
2: that's a good one. The Xbone. All right. Okay. So uh should we get into our uh last thing with our the, the extra controversial, controversial. power This is the one that should hopefully get us the most hate mail and the most anger and we love you we're doing this because we love you. Yeah. And 2014 is just mere hours away.
3: Oh man, don't even remind
2: me. I know. I I actually can't wait until this this year ends.
3: Yeah, 2013 is ready to be done, I
2: think. Well, I got fired this year. Yeah. I got fired. So if you want a hotel, don't go to, don't go to the Montage Deer Valley. <laughs> I'm going to put that out. Don't go to that hotel. It is horrible. It treat their, their staff like crap. And by all honesties, you don't get what you pay for. So I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. You know, okay. If they're if they're if they're gonna fire me, they need to realize that, you know, I I I I have access to a media outlet. Yes. Yeah. So there we go. Well, yeah. yeah breathe, breathe out that negative. cheese. That's what I'm. I'm Breathing getting it, it out now. Cheese. I'm getting it out now, and then I'll bring in the positive <laughs> later on. Yeah, and I'll is. start off by getting the positive. Join us. That is exactly. pepperoni pizza.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so this one we kind of came up with together yeah, this because
2: just, it needed to be. Yeah, This is, this is one that we're, we're going to kind of, it's just, this is just ours. And it's not really going to be a, a top five. This is just five spoilers <laughs> of 2013. <laughs> so, so
3: maybe, uh, so if you haven't seen any of these, well, then sucks to be you right now. But if you already have. Then,
2: awesome. Yeah, if you have, you're, you're already expecting it. But uh, if you haven't seen these things, we are going to spoil the crap out of these things. <laughs> so, uh, first on our list. Um, that's right,
3: Crawls radio. Screwing with the fanboys since
2: 2009. <laughs> this should be a shirt. Yeah, it's, uh, so, that's what I was thinking. About. All right, so uh, I'm not going to be going in any particular order. So let's do uh, Bioshock Infinite. Okay, how did that, that end? That ends uh, actually pretty well. You find out that uh, Elizabeth... Uh, is not only Comstock's daughter, who's the big bad guy, but is also Booker DeWitt's daughter. Uh, He's actually Booker DeWitt's, like, biological daughter, because you find out that Comstock can't actually have kids because he's been around too much radiation. And Comstock is actually Booker DeWitt. Booker had a choice after Wounded Knee to get uh, baptized, and he chose not to get baptized as Booker. But he chose to get baptized as com- or to get baptized when he came back out. He changed his name to Comstock. So so yeah, there's there's that little thing on there. So you basically end up drowning yourself, uh, drowning yourself, and then you get you unlock Elizabeth's full powers. She takes you back. O- she takes you to Rapture. So mm-hmm. it gets you, uh, takes you back over to the old uh, Bioshock uh, One area mm-hmm. and shows you all the lighthouses there. And then takes you back to, you know, to, uh, explains the, you know, how things are bad. Booker's all upset about it. And he says that uh, you know Comstock needs to, needs to die from even before he uh, had a chance to uh, become Comstock. So they take him back to the uh, baptism, uh, uh, back to the old baptism uh, river. And many Elizabeths drowned you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so so you
3: want to make sure that you do it right.
2: Yeah, at the end of Bioshock Infinite, you are drowned. You die. So there we go. Then, then Joe get a, a, a bite of ZA. Okay.
3: That's kind of terrifying. It is. I don't have to think about, it. you're just drowned by several hundred versions of the same person of who happens to be your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh, I think there's some sort of like uh, neurological disorder or something.
2: Probably, there's probably something going on there. Yeah. All right. It's edible. edible All right. So, uh, which of these five do you want to talk?
3: Oh, see, I really. Oh man, I really love number three.
2: So, uh, so anyone who is not current with uh,
3: with uh, with the Walking Dead on television right now, guess
2: what? Guess what? Herschel dies. And so does the governor. So does the governor. So does the governor. <laughs> governor, gets, governor, governor gets like ultra killed. He gets freaking stabbed by Michonne, left for dead, and then shot in the face by his girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so,
2: so uh, yeah, hopefully, uh,
3: well, no, no. If you haven't seen it up to that point, that's. Uh, I guess that's. Yeah. That's. The, that's the price you pay for not having seen it
2: yet. Daryl barely gets uh, gets out alive. Yep. Like there's there's oh, a scene, there's a scene there. You're like, like Daryl, there's a zombie behind you, and he's still shooting at the at the the, the governor's guys. And you're like, Daryl, there's a guy, there's a zombie really close to you, and he keeps shooting at the other guys. And the next thing they show, the zombie is standing right next to him and is lunging for him. It doesn't look like he has any chance at all to walk away from this. And they don't they they. Yeah, you know, the black. They cut, the cut. And then they later show off that you know Daryl's using the you know, zombie now as, as cover.
3: Mm-hmm. So, no,
2: not, so Daryl does. does live. Yeah. But. Yeah, but if you form, yeah. Um, no, I've actually. I have a potential spoiler for 2014. Oh, what do you think? Um, it's gonna be a, it's a Game of Thrones spoiler. Oh really? Yes, because yes. if they go with the storyline, Joffrey's going to die next season. If they go with what happens in the books, Joffrey's getting poisoned at his wedding. There's a spoiler. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's
0: a spoiler for the
2: future.
3: <laughs> You're that
2: good. See, no, dude, that's not a spoiler. That's almost well. That's just that's. I got I the seen book seen... and well, Ready. I I listened to the book on Audible. <laughs> the books have been out since '90s. Yeah, '97.
3: I, I was about to say, well, that's, you know, it's like, that's not even a spoiler, that's prophecy, but oh, yeah. if the books okay. have already come out, then it's, it's spoiler. Yeah,
2: again. The, the, the books have been out for a little while.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, so... so there
3: you go, that's like a bonus right That, there. that
2: is, that is the bonus. So
3: look forward to Joffrey's being killed.
2: Look forward to Joffrey getting poisoned in 2014. <laughs> okay. Next spoiler. Next spoiler. Uh, do we want to uh, talk Breaking Bad or Dexter or uh, the death of the Doctor? Ooh, that's let's... right. I just spoiled the spoilers. We're going to be spoiling.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Go with the doctor. Go with the doctor.
2: Okay, so do- the time of the doctor. Did he get a chance to watch this? Deal? I did
3: not actually see it. So all right,
2: he dies of old age. Really? Basically, that's it. He dies of old age. He goes to the. Uh, he goes to. Uh, there's a uh, this weird transmission that's being transmitted throughout all space and time, and. Every bad guy or everybody in their uncle with a spaceship is just coming to this place. But it's got a shield on it that the uh, church uh, put over it. Doctor goes down, finds out that it's Trenzalore, the site of, the, there's death. And that whole show was really just tying up all of Matt Smith's little loose ends. Talking about the whole, you know, does he have another regeneration left? And he actually like, no, I don't. I don't have another regeneration left. Yeah, you know, uh, there was another there you know there there could have been another one, but the 10th Doctor, not the very many people remember, mm-hmm. already used that up. He regenerated within the uh, uh, David Tennant regenerated within his first season.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But, you know, that was that was fine. So, yeah, they 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 like they flat out oh no. So, how do they get uh how do they get uh Peter Capelli to be playing the Doctor if uh, he doesn't have any uh things back? Well, the Impossible <laughs> Girl, Miss, uh, what was her name Jenna. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she uh, uh, talks. Oh, to the, she ta- ta- to oh Jenna! Nice. Oof. She talks to the uh, talks to the crack in the wall, uh, crack in the universe that uh, has been ever so prevalent in the Matt Smith Doctor Universe, which just so happens to have Gallifrey on the other side, who's trying to find out whether if it's safe for them to come out or not, and mm-hmm. has been asking Doctor Who for the for twelve hundred some odd years. She says, his name is The Doctor, but you guys need to help him. So they gave him a reset. Kind of like they gave the master (laughs) a (laughs) reset. And there was a cameo at the end that just made everybody weep. And that was the brief return of Amelia Pond. Yes, she was there just enough to say goodbye and give him a little peck on the cheek. And then... Just like that, just a snap like that, Peter Capelli. Suddenly, suddenly, boop. suddenly. first words, new kidneys. I don't like their color.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> first words. Ha ha ha
0: ha! Yay. So,
1: uh,
2: not seen Time of the Doctor yet. If you, you just did, you just did. <laughs> you got that spoiled. You just got spoiled. <laughs> All right, so like out. I I think the I, I'm oh, starting to feel kind of bad that like most of this list are like things that I've watched.
3: No, it's all good. Like you no, didn't I see, I saw Breaking Bad. So. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay. So we'll let you. Do we want to talk about Breaking Bad or do we want to save that one for last? Because see, that
3: was my. Like was...
2: everybody has just been like all talking about. Oh, I can't spoil Breaking Bad for you. Yeah. Let's
3: let's do Dexter. And then all right.
2: Break... So Dexter Morgan has been chasing a very bad guy for the season. Now, if you didn't already know or didn't, hadn't been watching, following it, Deborah actually finds out about Dexter's dark passenger at the end of the season before this. I think it's season five. Yeah. And but no, actually she uh, she uh, she find out about it the about it the season before, and then she ended up killing LaGuarda at the end of the last season, and then this next season she's just all just all sorts of just terrible. She finally gets her act together. She's trying to help out. Uh, she she uh, she gets back into the force. She actually quits the force for the season. Uh, quits the police. She gets back to being a police officer. Dexter has the bad guy in his kill room, ready to kill him, but Dexter doesn't want to kill him. He wants to change a new leaf. So he calls up Deborah, and has De- and saying Deborah, you're gonna you're gonna take you're gonna take this guy in. He ends up manages to break out, shoots Deborah, and puts her into a coma. So, Dexter, um, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the guy ends up getting uh, getting arrested because you now now they've got they've got they've got video of the uh, video of the guy killing people, and they've got you know they got everything everything. So they they get him in uh, in prison. Dexter goes in to get a gunshot residue um, test on him. Stabs the guy in the neck with the pen. While being videoed, and it's seen as it's de- uh, it's determined as self-defense. <laughs> so that's how he kills the big bad guy. But his last kill, says so Deborah is in a coma, she is brain dead. She is a vegetable. She is not coming back. Mm-hmm. He, and there is a huge freaking um, just hurricane coming in, just blowing in. Dexter walks out of his uh, out of his apartment wearing his kill clothes. Gets into the Slice of Life. rides his uh, drives his boat to the hospital, which just so happens to be Pierside. Walks in, unplugs all of her stuff. Deborah Morgan is Dexter's last kill. He wraps her Aww. up. Sheet, he wraps her up in a sheet. Walks her back out to the Slice of Life with everybody watching. Like there's th- like. There are people at this place, they are watching him do this, but they're just letting him do that, I don't know why. So, he puts her in a slice of life, and he, do- he drops her off in his, in, his, in his drop-off zone. He drops her body in the drop-off zone. And then he, and then he rides his uh, boat into the, into the storm. And the next thing they show is the whole of the slice of life being picked up, and there's no survivors. So you're thinking, "Oh, they also killed off Dexter." Not true. No, no, oh, no he gets I guess went better. He is now a logger or a lumberjack in Canada with a big old beard. <laughs> Looks a lot like Joe. <laughs>
3: oh boy, Except I probably had a better ending than that, I'm gonna have a way better ending than that. I'm
2: not going to go to Canada. If you if you do an ending, end it before your logger in Canada. Yeah. That ending, like, oh, oh and then also, his girlfriend, the one girl that was the, the, the love interest in Chuck, mm-hmm. uh, she uh, takes off to Argentina with Dexter's son, and now they're living in Argentina.
3: Yeah, that sounds really convoluted and and
2: unnecessary. You know it really, was the, it was fitting. it was fit like the like, Canada thing. I mean. They needed to get away or figure out a, a safe place to put the kid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you don't want to have anything horrible happen. And so you
3: them. take them to South America because that's way safer.
2: They've got like two million dollars. I think they're fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so not like so it's not like they're living in destitution. They they go down there and now they are freaking overloaded. sell that place. Yeah. So they're fine. There you go. Yeah. So there
3: you go. We spoiled Dexter for you. You're welcome. Yeah. Do we All have right.
2: there? Do we have anything else other than this list? Because I mean, we've got time.
3: Well, there is. Um, I think there was one thing. We'll uh, we'll play one more song because there was one topic i wanted to okay. really cover up for the Gamer Forge. Well, yeah. the last Gamer oh. Forge for the year.
2: All right. Okay. So Breaking Bad <laughs> oh, with the with the math. And the, and the, and the, 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 the shooting drug, and, the and shooting the... and yeah, no, we're not going to talk about that. Breaking bad, uh, series finale by far one of the best season enders ever. Oh my gosh. Like, just mash quality, good ending.
3: I don't know if it was mash quality, but it ranks right up
2: there. It was right. I think it, I would say, I would say it's right there. It's a very close to there. I mean, It's not like Lost. It's not like Lost where you're just, oh, it's over. It's not like Seinfeld where they ended it with a best of clip show. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah, screw that noise. It's not like Friends where it was just, I saw it coming. It's not like Dexter where they pulled the punch right at the end and it fell flat. What are the what are the other things that have and it's not like Roseanne where it's, <laughs> it's just a surprise. surprise. It's not it, it, you know it's not it's like it's not like St. Elsewhere where they just decided <laughs> to pull an ending right out of their ass. No, this was an ending. This was a last episode that made you go wow. Made you realize that you were holding your breath during the entire show. That was what yep. the ending is, Joe. Please tell us how it ends.
3: So big surprise here: Walter White dies. You know, he finally uh, he, but he lives long enough to see his his uh, families and children's future secured, which was his ultimate goal. Which would almost make so. I mean, almost. Gosh, I mean, I hate to say that almost justifies some of the treachery and atrocities that Walter White has committed. Over you know the, over the the, the the five seasons the, or six seasons,
2: it was almost as if he had it all planned out from the get go. He
3: yeah he was he way was thinking,
2: like, smarter while he was while he was going through the okay I need to get what was it eight million dollars for uh, to take care of my son my daughter and send them both through scol- through college. Mm-hmm. He got the eight million dollars, or yep, actually he, he got, got the, he got eleven million dollars. Yeah, he got way more. He think. got way more. Uh, you know, he's like. And then, then off camera, he's like, "Okay, now I also need to get entanglement with a really bad drug kingpin of south or of, uh, of, of 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 down here, and then have my friend get kidnapped, and then and then I need to you know uh, get my uh, brother who's a DEA agent get killed. Like it was almost like he had everything planned.
3: Yeah, he, he you know, I, he.
2: I need to buy I don't a 60 wanna... and a uh, garage door opener and jerry rig a freaking auto turret.
3: <laughs> I just I, everything came together so well at the end. Like 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 it so the entire story kind of wrapped up almost
2: too well. Almost too well. Other than not knowing what's going happening with uh, what's happening with Jesse. Yeah. You know, he really doesn't have it much to live for anymore. His girlfriend's dead his girlfriend's son probably isn't going to want to talk to him ever again.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah, he doesn't really have much else to go. He is going to be, he's a great cook now. (laughs) Uh, He's making (laughs) stuff that's even more, he was making stuff at the end that was more pure than the stuff that Walter was doing at his best.
0: Yep. So,
2: you know, he's got that going for him, but is is he going to want to continue doing that since he's seen, and he hated what that path led to? Yep.
3: Yeah, so uh, maybe that's the point. Maybe we're not supposed to know exactly.
2: Maybe we have our own closure point. I yeah, guess you, know, you, you get to come up with the idea. Like you know, he you know he he moves to Mexico and he starts a bar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he. he uh, Why not? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You know, who knows? Or, I mean, Actually, but, probably, yeah, yeah. Well, the cartel, dad. Yeah, he could probably good. He probably could do really well in Mexico. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it it lets you open up the 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 the, 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 the dialogue afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, the police came in, or the police were coming in. They got to see Walter dead at the uh, in the in the in the bake lab, the the lab. Um, yeah, you know, and then yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it, you know. Oh, the other pointy thing is, he got shot by one of his by his own bullet. Like he yes. set up that trap, so it's hence essentially. He's finishing off the suicide that he may, he, he attempted back in season so, one.
3: Yeah, way back when.
2: So so
3: but, you know so a, 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 a sense of closure, I guess.
2: It was it was a, it was a very closure. very closure, man. And, and if you if you haven't seen it, you know don't you know th- this spoiler does not really do it much justice.
3: No, but I mean, yeah, we tell we're telling you
2: what happens, but, but how it happens seeing it, and it. seeing it and hearing it and experiencing it. You know, even though you know what's going to happen at the end, you are still going to be on bated breath all the way up until the end. All the way up until closing credits.
3: Oh, man. Yeah, it's kind of a shame that something like that had to end sometime, though.
2: It had to. It had to. Otherwise, it was going to jump the shark, and we were going to have the X-Files. After after Mulder got abducted and then re-abducted and had... Super <laughs> psychic powers for one episode. And it was. Just, yeah.
3: All right. All right. Yeah. Let's not even dig up that. Do, dig open that. You window. don't want
2: to. Play, you don't want to dig out that can of worms. No. No. no, no, no thank all right. You. Well, this. Uh, this. Uh, thing. This uh, game of spoilers. <laughs> I think this is. I. I think one. This is going to become a regular. Game of spoilers. Game of spoilers. I think. I think we're going to do. I think next year. Around this time, I think we're going to devote an entire episode.
0: So and we're spo- just
2: going to spoil the crap out of nice. everything. Oh, yes. Because, again, why go into next year without having everything already tied up for next year? <laughs> <Yes>. So, <laughs> all right. for you, Internet, for you, all of my dungeon crawlers, friends... That game of spoilers was brought to you by MB Design Studios. So, do you have a design or a job, a business that you want to sp- spark up a little bit with a uh, professionally uh, de- uh, developed? Ugh, uh, trying to crack my back here. A professionally developed uh, logo. Head over to MB Design Studios. They've got a Facebook page and talk to them because they are awesome. Yep, yep. Nate'll take
3: care, will take care of
2: you. He will he is, take care of you, and he is. He is. That they, he is so easy to work with. If you need any work done afterwards, he'll still talk to you. Yep. And and he'll he he's open. And he's not gonna be like oh nobody messes with my art. He's professional. No, this is your he
3: logo is, your way.
2: Yeah, your Ooh. logo your way. Good slogan.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like that.
2: Awesome trademark. It's like it's like they're like they're like the Burger King of logo makers. <laughs> So, Ambi Design Studios. Check out their Facebook, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go into the final gamer forge. Is, yep. We've got a ha- We've got 23 minutes. I think we get. We let's just let's just do that. We, let's just. Yeah, can we? Do you want to do a quick song?
3: Yeah, we'll play a quick song here so we can kind of regather here, and then we'll uh, then we'll do. Yep, final gamer forge.
2: Okay. Coming up so, also,
3: uh, Yeah, then we'll wish everyone a Happy New Year. I'm going
2: to play a little something by uh, Craig Naibo. Zombie or not zombie. So uh, I'm going to (laughs) mute me. And here
1: you go. I compare thee to a rotting corpse. Methinks thou art more shambling in thy gate With every day of frame festers and warps Yet you continue in this undead state Zombie or not zombie one Cemetery bell rings for the crimson dawn where death brings rebirth And as the dead room Satan's chorus sings When hell is full the dead shall walk the earth Zombies
2: Sorry about this, Internet. I, I'm going to have to stop this. this is a little, just, it, It's a little too slow. So uh, I'm going to do another one from Car- uh, Craig. Hopefully it's a little more, uh, a little more upbeat. Kind of want to keep this thing a little happy. So uh, this is um, Come March With Us. Uh, enjoy.
1: We're building an army to march to the end of the world. To the end of the world and all the meat that you can eat. Stumbling on and always on and on and on. To victory and all the meat you can eat. Romero Argento, and Kirkman are our generals. they would mapped the road ahead for us to take. So wake up, dig yourself out of your hole in the ground. Join us as we march, stagger, shamble on and on We Our skin is drying, peeling right away. High uniforms are tatters, missing limbs and dragging sinews. Broken bones and bite marks mark our next display. Our ranks, we're an army, we're a legion, we're a hundred hungry crew. There ain't no training necessary, there ain't no guns to carry. Fine motor skills are not vital when all you need is meat. Just fall in and plot and step. Fall in and shamblin' on Just drag along, shuffle on And on to the end of the world We're growing stronger every day Come and march with us It only takes one bite And your underground, your shanties and your shacks. Fall in and move forward without ever looking back. It's an endless feast and parade of dejection on the streets. Leave your worries behind you and pick up some feet. Recruit your loved ones, friends and family too. Call them from the roost and we will save their hunger too. Wake them up, take the out of their holes in the ground. They can join us as we march and stagger on and down and down and, and on and on. We're growing stronger every day. Come and march with us, it'll
2: Hey, and it's over. Okay. Mm. All
3: right. So. Sorry, one,
2: I'm just, I'm just, I'm in. Oh, it's
3: understandable, man. So, uh, yep. So it's the final phase, phase of the final show. This is the final game of Forge. <laughs> you know, we got, we got to find, uh, we got to see if we can reunite Europe and see if they'll uh, remake that song. Yes.
0: <laughs> the final gamer
3: forge. Yep, so um so since uh since uh, I guess Rev didn't give us any uh didn't
2: get any uh, any uh gamer forges like updated yeah. questions or at least I haven't seen any since uh
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Rev at least got at least one or two ready for the new year. So we'll save those for the new year. Um but um I definitely I wanted to make sure I took a took a few minutes and talked about um one of these issues that came pretty uh, yet yeah, it it's pretty it's pretty, one these, uh, pretty close to home for me. It was one of these uh there was a one of the uh gamer reports we did a few weeks back. No, this was probably like a month ago. About um <clears throat> about the idea of seeking revenge on your fellow players. Cuz that the entire situation as as um i can't
2: remember who it was who just i can't remember. I, I think he just went, yeah, went by help me
3: help me yes. yeah that's the one
2: that was that was help uh, me yeah. i remember that episode of that show Revan wasn't able to make it
3: mm-hmm. yeah so so, um, so whoever helped me is whoever it was who sent that um i you know, i appreciate that you reached out and and sought help from outside of that circle because um that that entire situation rang very close to me. I had a very similar situation happen where I was confronted with, um, uh, you know, where the other players did something without, um, basically sought to do me harm without consulting me. And then the dungeon master, um, you, you know, later apologized where after he recognized that. Because you know, I've got to say that. He was at least man enough to own up to the fact that he had screwed up. But he had allowed the players to make decisions that affected another player while that other player wasn't there, that other player being me. Um, and it's very, very embarrassing to come back to your game and find out that everything that you had been building up had been undone, and, you know, and then the other players just laughed. And not just laugh like, like, ha ha, wasn't that funny? It's, ha ha, look at you, you have egg on your face. It was literally, you know, what I mean, it's like, and I'll, I'll, you know what, I'll just drop all pretense at this point because at, at that point it was three other guys saying, ha ha ha, Joe Coleman must die. You know, and that, and that was a turning point
2: in how I play games. Yeah, that would, that would be detrimental to anybody.
3: To, yeah, to you make know, you, like,
2: make you not want to really play anymore.
3: Yeah, and so and, and that shaped a lot of how I came to you know how I come to play and how I come to you know why I you know we do the gamer forge. That's why I do it. Is so if I can if I can help someone avoid that situation, even one person avoid that same kind of situation, then great. Or if they do encounter that situation, so hopefully we were able to help help me um, with that. You know, that's why I'm hoping that we were helping guide help me out of that. So that way, because I just wanted to say that that was a that is a downward spiral. If I had ever heard what they were baiting, help me.
2: Yeah, they, they were, were baiting him.
3: Yeah, they were trolling and baiting. Him. I'm assuming it's him. I guess I should be fair and say him or her. Them. Them. They.
2: They. 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 That that person. <laughs> that
3: person. Ooh, yeah. That, that, that person. Say that, that
2: They are they are trolling and
3: fading and that person. And, and so that's why I wanted to discuss. Uh, I wanted to make, make sure that we're. we're I'm, I'm very clear, clear about. So we we get, get this off the off chest, chest is the, the
2: importance
3: of transparency. transparency. Why, Why honesty is the, is the best policy, no matter what. Okay. So, as many times Rev has said that Revan has, has told me on many occasions, both both on the show and off the show, that you know he's he's a he's a big proponent of not cluing people in on certain things, which I find to be very. I mean, it that makes me grit my teeth. To be honest, with you. I mean, I've nothing against him as a person. I really don't. Nothing against him. But, but that it, idea it absolutely drives me nuts. Because, because, there's, there's, because no, without no, honesty, without a level of trust between the, the, the storyteller, the Dungeon Master, and, and the, the listeners, listeners the, players. the players, you know, you, know, you can't really you can't effectively tell your story because if the players don't trust what you're saying, then, then you can't yeah, you, know, you know, then how are how are they get, how how is anything ever going to move forward? Okay. If everything is constantly questioned, and so and so, you know, the best policy, you know, is like I said, honesty no matter what. Now, now that's not to be confused with you have to be forthcoming with everything, because you know when when a story unfolds, if the players don't ask you about it, then there's no reason to tell. Okay. But if outside of a you know, like let's say the game session is over in the night, you know, and everyone's packed up the dice, the character sheets, and you know, and everyone's just doing their you know BSing around the table, and you know, telling their jokes, telling their stories, laughing about whatever happened,
2: you know, and,
3: and a player asks would ask me, hey, you know, it's like I had a question about this, you know, what is really going on? Can you Clarify that. My I, I noticed that when. The Dungeon Master is honest, honest and just, just said, this is, this is what it is it did.
2: And, and then, then and like followed, followed up by saying like, like
3: but please, please remember that this is out is of game knowledge. knowledge. Please, don't please don't use this. this. Okay. You know, don't you know,
2: don't this. metagame this.
3: Yeah. And I mean, and that sort of become and that's kind of implied in general, really, I think.
2: You know, well, so I, I mean, would hope that people would realize that metagaming is not really the best way of game uh, for a, a tabletop game.
3: It does so and it ruins the mood. Yes, it, it ruins exactly what that game if is for. If you hoping. want a meta
2: game, play an MMO.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's, that's what that whole thing is. But, yeah.
2: uh,
3: you know, I mean, so, so meta gaming aside, even, but I mean, it's, it's the fact that some you know that when you when you build that level of trust, when, when a player and a dungeon master have that level of trust. And, you know, the Dungeon Master can believe the player when, he's, when, when asked not to metagame. And then when, you know, then the player can trust the Dungeon Master who will be, who will answer questions honestly. You know, and not, you know, not, not, not give them a half, you know, not this half-assed answer, not this, not this beat around the bush, no more mincing words, all that stuff. And just say, this is what is going on, but please don't use that in the game. You know I mean, that that's probably the most fundamental thing that players can ever learn, and a dungeon master as well. So if if someone is going to take on that mantle of dungeon master for the first time,
2: and someone
3: you know, if, if someone was to ask me that question again, is what would you say? What would you tell a dungeon, a first time dungeon master? I would say honesty, no matter what. That would be that would be it. Okay, because without it, you have nothing. You've got it. It becomes it becomes a backstabbing game, uh, because that that that's what that found, the foundation of everything that, that that your game is about to come is built on
2: backstabbing.
3: It, well, yeah,
2: it, well it becomes it's built. It's a it's a, it's, uh, it's a game built where you can't even trust the person running the game. Yeah, exactly. You and so you so can you build that, that you, on honesty, which is always,
3: always going to be. More stout. is going, going to hold up, up against scrutiny. It's going to hold up against uh, criticism, because, because, people, if, because even if people don't people like the game, the game at least, least it is an honest game, game. And,
2: and so, so that,
3: you, way, you can build honestly honesty upon it. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> if you're just if you're taking lies and taking criticism based on lies, then you're not really getting better at anything. So I mean. So I mean it, it's. Really best it's really the best all
2: so I think way all around. I think, I think so you I have, think I've kind of but I uh, really felt like I had to say that.
3: But I really felt know, like I had to say that because I didn't have to expand on that when Help Me first so helped wrote me. about that story. So if Help Me ever once if mean, really want some pointers um or you or you just really need to get something like that off your chest please do not hesitate to reach us, reach us, reach out to us at uh dungeon crawlers radio please and market gamer forge so that way we are you know because we're we're on your side we want you to have the best possible game and gaming experience We want you to love what you do you know we don't we don't say get more from your games like it's nothing it's
2: you we know, need it yeah we're we're you know this is your time this is what you're using for entertainment if it's not fun, if it's not enjoyable, if it's a chore, if it's painful for you to do it, why do it
3: mm-hmm. yeah why don't you oh excuse me why don't you move on to something else why why don't you why don't you try a new hobby
2: or you know try to find a different gaming group yeah you know, yeah. If they're if they're doing nothing but just finding ways to grief you, that really doesn't sound like a, a very fair or fun game. It just sounds like you're showing up there to be the kid that gets picked on all the time. Yeah. And, I, and I who I had, wants that? I had to deal with that most of my life.
3: Yeah.
2: Until I decided to completely fully embrace my geek heritage and just put both Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But put but, but you know, essentially just you know, put both middle fingers up and just say screw you guys i am this person mm-hmm. i can't fake i can't pretend to be anybody i am not
3: yeah so so uh and, and if anyone if help me or if anyone is even in remotely in that kind of situation please i mean reach out to us because we're in your corner that's what we're here for and if you if i mean if you want even i'll even go that extra mile you call us call us on air monday monday nights from 6 to 8 at 626-226-1475 and it's like you put me on the line with them and I will put them back in their place. That, that is how in your, your corner I am.
2: Now we're not going to help you try to find a way of getting getting revenge. No, against,
3: absolutely not.
2: Because that's it. it it's like I said, you're just like, it, like they're just baiting you.
3: Yeah, they're, they're that is a downward spiral. They're
2: expecting you to do something, and they've probably got something else already in the mix or already planned.
3: Yeah, they're yeah. If they if they're, they thought that hard to get to hurt you in the first place, they're, they're thinking at least that hard. For or the how next they're gonna, yeah or how they're going to hurt you next, I promise you that that's how because well, I mean I'll, one last one last little tirade that is how a bully works yep. they, they're not they have absolutely no intention ever being compassionate, they have every intention of causing you harm at every turn,
2: so there you have it and uh
3: there, there you go. I mean that's that's my that that's the message I guess that well, I wanted to get across.
2: So, are uh, there
3: any other uh any other special gaming moments that we wanted to to make sure we shared before 2013 closes out?
2: Um, yeah, like uh, Get Firefly. <laughs> I I cannot I cannot stress that anymore. That is like and <laughs> the uh, like any if it says Firefly, get it. The the board game is just unmitigated fun. The role-playing game is a blast. Oh. Yes, if it says Firefly, get it. I haven't played any. They they haven't they haven't come out with any of the video games yet. Uh, there's That's
3: a guy named Joe swoons.
2: <laughs> and you know you know March fourth. There looks around sometime in March 2014 of uh, pirates and uh, bounty hunters. Expansion <laughs> cap- pack come I mean, in looks like two
3: <laughs> new ships,
2: two new ca- uh, a few new captains. Oh, oh man! Oh, it looks.
3: I know they've released the first promotional materials. For that. Ooh, that- oh, have,
2: my- I got to look at that because, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god like, When we got done playing that day, and I looked online, I'm like, "Hey, there's another expansion back. <laughs> it's got different books." Schedule as of yet for next week. Okay. But uh, there should be, there will be a live show for 2014. Awesome. We will do something. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I yeah. really uh, don't know what else to say. We've yeah. got three minutes.
3: Well, oh, I mean, well, special thank you to uh, everyone who has helped support us throughout two- 2013, and certainly everyone who is, and uh, an extra special thanks to everyone who has appeared on the show at least, yes. at thank least you. once in 2013. Um, and a very special thanks to you out there
2: on the internet for, for, for keeping us going. Yeah, for, for finding us entertaining enough to listen to us <laughs> on every week, prattle on about how to make elves disappear. And,
3: oh, we'll make them disappear. Oh, so yeah. good. Oh, we'll find new oh, ways to do that. Oh. So I've, look got, forward I've got to. Uh, to
2: involve CG. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll figure that one out. So, uh, I mean, look forward to uh, let's see, we, we were looking forward to game demos, Game, yeah, look game forward to for uh, game demos.
2: We're we're still in the mix of trying to get a uh, Gamer Forge video series together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're 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 trying to do. We're trying to bring you so much more next mo- next year. Yeah, like the, expect a lot more from us. Yeah, uh, we're going we to be doing covering conventions.
3: Oh my gosh! We don't even going remind to me.
2: Be covering games.
3: I mean, I love it, but at the same time, I'm like. I have to say, I'm like I,
2: that sounds I,
3: like it's a lot I,
2: of work. I actually, I love being at cons. They are so, like, when when you're, like, packed in, like, I, I don't like big crowds, but for some odd reason, a con crowd doesn't really bother me. It's just, like, it feels like I'm just, I'm just, I'm sandwiched amongst friends. <laughs> it's like, this is a big party, and I am the host. Yeah. And it's just so fun. <laughs> the host. I love, I love it. It is so awesome. Seeing people, uh, seeing different cosplay costumes, different takes on cosplay, uh, cosplay costumes is mm-hmm. just, it's, it's so cool. I have mad props and mad respect for any cosplayer out there. Whether if they are those fake geeks that just dress up because they look kind of like it, if they put that much effort to look as much like a, a character that they don't know of, that's still geek. That's, that's still nerd. So yeah, we've got a minute good. left. Uh, um, it, so, it is kicking. Let's kick off the let's kick off the new year. Really. Oh wow, yeah. So, so look, uh, give us a give us a good send off. All
3: right. So uh, remember, we'll be back at uh, Dragon's Keep Games in Provo, Utah, uh, next uh, next Monday, starting off 2014. So and uh, yeah. So until next time, happy New Year, Salt Lake. Happy New Year, world. And as always, and especially for 2014. Get more from your
2: game. So, uh, if your right leg were Christmas and your left leg was New Year's, would you like to spend some time between the holidays? Would you like me to spend some time between the holidays? I screwed it up! <laughs> oh, All, fail. Right. All right, uh, last one. Uh, do you like uh, computers? Joe? Yes. Do you like file sharing? Yes. I've got a file for you to download. Oh! We Uh, love you, internet. That ended. End episode.